Welcome to the Jennifer Hernandez RD podcast. This show is designed to help students and nutrition professionals make a positive difference through personal and professional development. Hello, everyone. For those of you applying through DieCast to dietetic internships and graduate programs, the application deadline is this weekend. The deadline may have already passed for programs that do not use DieCast. I said this last time, but the program in which I teach set an early application deadline, mainly so that people who are eligible for dietetic internships and who also know that they want to come to our program can save the money they would spend on DieCast and D&D Digital if they get accepted into our program. If you do not know what I'm talking about when I refer to DieCast and D&D, please check out podcast episode four. I believe I said this before, but it is essential that you review the website thoroughly of the programs that you are applying to. In my previous job, we required supplemental information in addition to the DieCast application. There were things that had to be submitted along with the DieCast application, and then a check for the application fee had to be mailed to our office. Every year, there were a few people who neglected to add the supplemental information and a few people who did not send a check. And they usually were not the same people. Unfortunately, this automatically disqualified people from being considered for our internship. Now, before you start crying that that is unfair, consider this. It was always people who applied to our full-time track who missed those things. The people applying to the WIC track never skipped over those items. There were generally around 90 to 95 people who applied to the five full-time spots in our internship. So yes, we let the lack of attention to detail that led to missing those pieces cut people from consideration. We were not going to risk one of those five highly competitive spots on someone who could not read and follow directions. Before I get into supplemental information, I do want to talk about the application fee checks. Our program was not set up to accept credit cards. Some universities take application fees via credit card because they process a lot of application fees every year. My previous program was not affiliated with a university, and we were not set up like that. People had to mail us checks. Sometimes parents or other relatives would mail the checks, and sometimes those people had different names than the applicants. Every year, we had checks that did not match up with the names of applicants because the applicant or relative did not write the applicant's name on the check. If you are mailing a check or other required materials directly to a program, please be sure that your name is on everything that you send. Moving on to supplemental information. Several programs require supplements. This and the personal statement are the two things that can be personalized for the program. Everything else letters of recommendation, resume, etc. are not modifiable based on the program or concentration. 
be sure to carefully read and follow the directions related to supplemental information. That info may be essential to the decision-making process for the school or program. It may also be that explicitly following directions is one way that the program determines your personality and fit for the program. As I said before, every year we had people who applied to our program without the supplement. I'm guessing that they scrolled through the Ascend listings and applied to the cheapest programs without reading the websites. I really do not understand the idea of paying diecast for an additional application if you are not going to submit it properly. But every year, people did. After you submit your application this weekend, or hopefully sooner, the waiting begins. Since you read the website of each program that you applied to, you know which programs interview and which ones don't. I am an advocate for interviewing. In the six years that I've been doing this, I have found applicants that looked great on paper, but either interviewed poorly or were not actually a good fit for the program. Conversely, I've seen people that did not have the greatest application, but came across exceptionally in an interview. Not all programs interview though, and I totally see their point of view. When I ran the dietetic internship, I could pretty much devote six solid weeks to application review, interviewing, and decision-making. Most of the rest of my job could wait until that was all over. Last month, my colleagues and I reviewed 54 applications and interviewed 24 people in two weeks. It was a whirlwind, and we each still had to teach classes and do the other parts of our jobs. So I completely understand why some universities do not interview. It is essential that you know what to expect. If a program interviews and you do not receive one, you are not being considered for that internship. If the programs you applied to do interview, you need to regularly check your email for an interview invitation. There is also a chance that someone will call you to set up an interview. There have been a few times where people do not have voicemail set up and we were unable to leave them a message indicating the desire to interview them. If you know that your programs will interview, start preparing for that interview right after you submit your application. Reach out to your school's career services and schedule a mock interview or interview training. I believe that most internships will either use technical questions, such as a patient scenario and you have to choose a tube feeding formula and calculate the rate, or behavior-based interview questions. Those types of questions start with something like, tell me about a time when... Practice answers to those types of questions. Have in your mind some solid situations that you can succinctly describe what happened, what you did, and what you learned from it. The three important parts of answering a behavioral interview question. Do you know how to answer, tell us about yourself, or what else do you want us to know about you? The interview panel is probably not wanting to know 
that you have three dogs and you like long walks at the beach at sunset. While we are looking for things that give us a glimpse of your personality, we are also looking for whether or not you fit with the program. If the second question is asked, it is going to be at the end. Use that time to highlight anything that you did not previously say that will support your claim that you are the best candidate for the program. And yes, that may require you to have more than just superficial knowledge of the program. If the first question is asked, it is usually at the beginning of your interview. This is more challenging because you have not answered any questions yet and you do not know what they're going to ask. Have a 30 to 60 second elevator pitch prepared. Use it and try not to ramble. And please don't ask, what do you want to know? They want to know if you are a good fit. My last thought about interviews relates to the question, do you have any questions for us? Yes, you do. Ideally, you will have written down some questions before the interview, and hopefully those questions were not answered on the program's website. Asking a question that is answered on the website shows that you did not research the program well. My current program is a future education model program. We had an interviewee ask if completing our program allowed them to take the RD exam. That is definitely answered on our website. My challenge to you today is to complete and submit your application early. Then start writing out and editing answers to your interview questions. Next, start practicing those answers until they feel natural. Thank you for listening to the Jennifer Hernandez RD podcast. I hope that you enjoyed the information provided in this episode. Do you know someone who is making a difference in the field of dietetics and you would like their message to be shared? I would love for you to introduce me to that person. If you would like to connect on other levels, open up your podcast app and click on the episode description. You will see all of the relevant links there to the website and social media accounts.